So welcome to episode 133 of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Michael Sipes, um, unfortunately, can't be with us tonight, which is why you're hearing me speak right now. This is the Dynasty Madman, at Dynasty Madman on the Twitter box, and I'm here with my fearless co-host, Shane Manila, who's only missed one show in 133 episodes, but he's always here. Shane, what is going on? I don't I don't know. We don't have Mike here. <laughs> We're lost. I don't, I don't know how any of this, I don't know who's going to, like, make me focus when i start talking about Nobody. like cat no methamphetamine <laughs> like there's this could go so badly like there's no way that this doesn't turn into a conversation about smoking crack um <laughs> during a barbecue or something no this is going to be great buddy unfortunately you know mike could have been no, yeah, the best so, of it yeah no and you done good you you got a bunch of cool people to talk to um Two of which I don't think I've ever actually had it. Nope, that's a lie. One I haven't gotten to speak to before, so that's pretty cool. The other three I have, and uh, one is basically just a member of the show already. So, yeah, I'm stoked. We're going to have a good episode. Not because Mike's not here. That's not why. Just we're going to battle on without Mike. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, with with him here, um, it's things go smoothly. When he's not here, his shoes apparently for such a short man are really big. We needed four people to take his place tonight. So we have yeah. Dave Wright, a.k.a. Spaceman Dave. We've got Katie Flower, the diva of Debbie. Chris Allen from DLF and so many other things. Chris Allen at um, Chris Allen FFWX. And Sam Holt, Samantha R. Holt. Um, who I've never talked to as well. Um, this will be the first time we've had her on the show. So exciting stuff, man. Yeah, I like when we have new people on. It's fun. It's like a whole mystery box of I don't know what's going to happen. How are they going to react to my inappropriateness? Um, will, they, <laughs> right. will they just end the call? Like it's all very exciting for me. So I'm excited to see if anyone ends the call tonight. I, I don't think so. Everybody knows you by now. They know you're a fun-loving guy. Not really, you know, not really a bad guy, right? You just like to have a good time, and sometimes you need to be censored, which, whatever. Look, I like, to, I like to describe myself as such. I do good things. That doesn't mean I'm a good person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. So uh, we got some big news. What's the news for the week? Oh, man, so much happening. I don't know. I don't think there's much happening. Uh, I'll go on Roto World right now. We we definitely prepped for this. Uh, Matt Breda, he's not getting a contract extension. They're not engaged in talks. LaVisca Chenault, he signed. I mean, rookie signing. Uh, we're all pretending that the season's going to start, so that's fun. Um, hopefully, there'll be some available targets for Jalen Rager. Yes. Rager. 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 Um, opening up soon. Um come to their senses and cut Deshaun Jackson and Marquise uh, Goodwin's uh, bigoted asses. Um, and if they do, those Jalen Reger shares will look even better. And maybe I can root for the Eagles again. But uh, on another story, that's about it. That's all I got for the news, dude. Um, that's it. So maybe Jalen Reger might have a chance to end up being a wide receiver one this year. I don't think that's far-fetched. Certainly the next year. Um, I know there are people talking about how there are other players in college that are better than Rager. Just wait till next year's draft, whatever. Jalen Rager's a beast. He's on the Eagles. Um, All the things we thought about him, um, the high hopes we have, I think he's going to start that legacy this year, man. I think, Assuming they have a season, he's going to start it this year, and we're going to be excited to own him, that's for sure. Very much so. 
Devi leagues are the fastest growing form of Dynasty leagues. Whether you're new to Devi or maybe you've played Devi for a long time and are just looking for an edge, DeviWatch.com has you covered. Do you need to know who will be a first round rookie pick before the rest of your league does? Do you want that future NFL Combine star on your taxi squad before he blows up at the Combine? Devi Watch has Superflex Devi ranks, Devi ADP, and an annual Devi Watch guide to help you. The 2020 Devi Watch guide ranked and profiled over 260 players. It includes dominator ratings, breakout ages for returning prospects, and if you play college fantasy football, they've got you covered there as well. Volume 2 of the 2020 Devi Watch guide has tons of information about new college coaching staffs and how their scheme changes affect the college fantasy landscape. They also have team-by-team breakdowns for all 130 FBS teams. If you play college fantasy football, their CFF rankings will drop in July. Visit DeviWatch.com and check out the two membership options. Join today and gain access to their industry-leading content. Click Have a Coupon and enter the code DTHQ when you sign up so they know you heard about them on the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Yeah, go out there and check out the DeviWatch at DeviWatch.com. All right, hey, Shane, are you ready hey. to bring our guests in this room and start talking them up? See yeah, what they got I'm to super offer us? Let's see, because I'm going to tell you that maybe we can also make it like an eliminator challenge where I just hang up on people that I'm like, you bore me. And then I just, <laughs> I have no more use for this witness. Damn it, I finally got to use it. I wanted to use that last week. Nice. I have no further use of this witness. I um, don't mind that at all. I think that's not all a right. bad plan. All right, let's see how it goes. All right, let's bring him on in here. Before we get too carried away, let's go around the room here and tell everybody where, what we're all about and where we're from. Let's start with you, Diva of Devi, Katie Flower. Tell us what you're all about. I am all about Dynasty Fantasy Football on underthehelmetdynasty.com, uh, uthdynasty.com, uh, regular weekly podcast. I sometimes will write, but it's been a few minutes. And... Uh, Hmm. My my passion is super flex, deep Debbie. Yes, deep, deep. I like it. I like it deep. The deeper, the better. Good stuff, Spaceman Dave. I'm watching. Yeah, Dave yeah, Wright, the Spaceman. What what about you, sir? I'm a uh, spaceman. You know, I love my spreadsheets, and I'm a, a huge dynasty nerd. I love looking at incoming rookies. Uh, not much of a Devi person, but I just love it once they get they uh, declare for the draft. And yeah, that's that's me. I write for DFF Dynasty. I do the Superflex ranks over there. And yeah, that's that's Dave Wright. Hey, oh, thanks. and I'm a, a a host of the Tale Two Rivals Dynasty podcast. There you go. Thanks for joining hey, us, Spaceman Dave. Dave, did we actually pass each other? Were we with each other at the same time over there or not? At DFF. Yeah, the day, so I was like, oh, I'm going to start writing with Shane. And the day I entered the chat, it said, it said Dave entered, and then it said Shane left. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. yeah. Long story there. <laughs> yeah, yeah he worked there a long time, so we'll let that one ride. Uh, Chris Allen, FFWX, at Chris Allen, FFWX. Tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Um, let's see. Where do I write at? Um, so Where don't I'm you write at? Yeah, I know. Um I, I primarily write over at 4 for 4, um, but then I also do, I have a side gig over at numberfire.com. I do a little bit of work over there. Um, I do uh, the weekly mailbag show over at Dynasty League Football. Love those fellows over there. Uh, and then um, I just got a freelance position over at Football Guys, so I'll be doing a little bit uh, with oh, uh, Sigmund Bloom and all those fellows. Right. 
Um, and yeah, I think that's. Oh, and uh, of course, uh, Dynasty Owners Manual podcast with Adam Weldy. Uh, yeah, doing that as well. So, busy, busy. Mostly Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, try and keep it that way. Well, we have a newcomer tonight, Sam Holt. Why don't you tell us where you're from and uh, anything you'd like everybody to know about you? Sure. Um, well, I'm over with the guys at Fantasy Focused, and I have a podcast on their show called The Fantasy Debate. Um, and I have myself and my co-host, Derek, and we kind of go back and forth debating. And then I've had another show on their channel that's called One-on-One With, and I do one-on-one interviews with different people throughout the industry. Um, and then for me, I've been – I feel like I've been doing podcasting like – it feels like a minute, but it's actually been like five years. Oh, wow. <laughs> and like, it's like I'm taking this slow, like, oh, it's been going good. And I did some writing and then I had no time for writing and then a ton of time for podcasting. And then it's like with quarantine, I've just I've been doing nothing but podcasting yeah. and guest spots on like yeah. a million different things. It's been super fun. Um, but, you know, what better way to pass the time in quarantine than talking fantasy football? Exactly. OK, so there's drinking, drugs, sex. Um, some crimes. Um, <laughs> what? I was just wondering. Other things you could do while you're in quarantine. Oh, while, while oh. you're in quarantine, yeah. Pro, yeah, passing quarantine. Yeah. Not just sure. in, not in general. That's, that's, don't be facetious. I think you covered so, them all. That's yeah. awesome, Sam. Thanks for coming. Chris, um, say hi to me in the Slack channel sometime, buddy. I know you're big time, but, you know, just say hi to me in the Slack channel, okay? I'm like I, I keep like bouncing in and out of that Slack channel. I, I, I will say what's up next time I'm in. Yeah, the couch, I'm right? I'm terrible Sigma. at group chats. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I'm the worst at group too. chats. Everyone gets on me all the time in Slack, mm-hmm. and then in um, uh, oh, a sleeper uh, app. I never reply in those, and everyone's like, "I sent you trades." I'm like, I have other stuff I have to do too. I can't just yeah. be on my phone all day. I will die if I'm on my I phone can't all day. Just choose one and stick with it, like. <laughs> Group me is better than Vox or Vox or I mean yeah I think that's yeah. what it's called. There's two I like channels. I like Just Slack. It's like everybody's got a different one. Then. It's true. Yeah. So, Slack is complicated. I, we use that a little bit yeah. at work, but I, I like Vox are the best because you can you can kind of yell at people. And and you know, like you know no matter what you're doing, yeah, you, you can just leave a little message like, "Hey, spaceman, I sent you a trade offer." I don't believe that. Like Shane, I thought you were more soft-spoken. No, very much so. But a lot of times in the in the um, Pigs Three chat back in the day, I used to just wake people up. Like I jump on it and just start singing them while I was on my way to work. Oh, good God! And um, why am I not surprised? I, that, and I apologize, guys. Like I'll jump in there again. But you know what we need is we need the real life wolf from uh, the office. Where, <laughs> oh, you know, nice. Yeah, uh, you send a message here and it goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't so know if you want all your that. messages out there like that, though, man. We have to censor you a little bit. Right. Yeah, a little bit? Huh. So I'm going to say DMs should not be included in that. Um, no. Yeah, no. I already get too many of those. Yeah, I know how that is. No, I have no idea. Um, They're so all muted. Let's do some <laughs> I, I do the same. Yeah, let's talk some football, Shane. What you got? Oh, I have absolutely nothing. Um, so FS, FS, F. BX Scott Fishbowl ten. Um, I'm assuming everyone's invited, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, in the Jenga, Jenga Jenga division. So nice. real quick, is there anyone in the kite division in here? <laughs> no. 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 Okay. We talked about that. I think trying to tell you to go fly a kite. No, it just apparently the kite division was a thing that people actually wanted to be in. I made fun people of it. People requested that on purpose. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. 
I, I don't know. Hey, and we're live for on the first YouTube, time. Yeah. Let's go on this channel. <laughs> so, so keep it clean, Shannon. Yeah, keep it clean. Can't edit you now. You're on your own. All right, whatever. So let's do what we do. Okay, who exactly is involved in the sex battle of the sexes this year? Um, by the way, in this Katie's room? in it. I'm in it. Uh, you are in. Jeremy, Jeremy got me in it. Are you yeah. in that, Sam? Is are you in that, Sam? The battle of the sexes is just for good fun. I don't think so, but I have to be honest. I need to make a spreadsheet for how many leagues I've said uh-huh. yes to because I'm actually starting to literally lose track. I think I'm in 20 leagues this year. It's getting ridiculous. Oh this is a lot easier than a, a league. Um, let Low maintenance. It's really a contest. You pick five players from a select list. There's caveats for your quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, and then your flex player. Um, I'll send you the rules, and you can take a look. But James Hanmore in bloody old England, JD underscore Thunder, former semi-pro football player over in the UK. He set this up. It really is all for fun. And it's just a contest where you pick your five players and your opponent picks five and you hope your five players, you know, win it for you. Uh, so I'll send that to you. And there's a couple other I'm people down, yeah. need to invite. It's Shane, super fun. Shane right, Katie? Going, for the quarterback, Shane is going to pick Matt Barkley. Okay. Taking Matt note. Barkley. No. Dude, that was such <laughs> a bad move. <laughs> Did you accidentally take Matt Barkley? No. So, yeah, someone Explain someone it. accidentally took Matt Barkley, and I was like, me being me, I'm like, well, I'm an attention whore, one. And two, this could probably be good for charity. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll throw it out there. Like, whoever that was, I'll, I'll throw $100 to whatever charity you want. Okay. You Taking notes. And make the playoffs. <laughs> right. But dude, had already, he, dude had already been like, yo, Scott. Did you accidentally- so then I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll take the, I'll take it up on my own and I'll do it. So I, oh I drafted God. him in the first round. I do- donated $100 to the Potathon because I'll make the playoffs. That's a given. And then, Keaton Denley um, was the only other person to go that took me up on it. And then Scott Fish jumped in my DMs and he was like, um, yeah, I'm going to need you to stop this nonsense right uh, now. And I, I, yeah. like, the sanctity yeah, of the Scott Fishbowl at, at stake here. Yeah. So whatever bitch <laughs> cried to Scott about it, um, sincerely blow me. Um, <laughs> so then yeah, right. Matt Barkley Matt Barkley jumped on it, though. He was shouting out. So yeah, I thought it was cool. Saquon, yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Charity, right? Yeah. Love it. Exactly. So, yeah. But my team is still stacked. I don't remember what we were talking about before that. So, you've got, how many? You said you're in 20, no chance. 22 redraft leagues? Uh, I'm in, I don't actually know. I think I'm in, I think I, I'm in four dynasty leagues now, and I think I'm in at least 10 redraft leagues now. I have to make a spreadsheet. I have to. I don't even know. No, you don't. You, don't. you I, really don't. I, I gotta, how am I supposed to keep track of all these different players? Because I have. Different ones across the board. I'm just gonna, no. I, said, I stick to MFL because of that reason. I don't like. Yeah. I had like three or four dynasty leagues in this sure. game, and I was. I gave those teams up, even though they were really good. But I'm every all of my leagues. I've got thirty plus dynasty leagues, but they're all on MFL, and I can mm-hmm. keep track of everything. You can. Yeah. You can search for a player across all your teams. You, there you go. Yeah, so it's, much it's, it's wonderful. Out. It really is. Or yeah. Sam, Sam, you can just be like Shane and DM me and say, hey, Dave, can you make a spreadsheet for me? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, can also, you can also cut and paste right from MFL into an Excel spreadsheet and then just Oh, going. shit. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I haven't done it before, but I mean, all- I've got two MFL ones. Adam Sticky, that's not his real name, but he's got the sticky board. 
Um, you can track all your ownership and every player. You can like I, that's yeah. how I figured out. I have a twenty five percent of my leagues have Miles Sanders. Oh. Which you're like, oh, that's that's a few leagues, and then you're like, I was gonna say that's low. Leagues, fifty something leagues, fifteen or it's thirteen. I'm not good at math. I don't know what math. I don't know math. <laughs> like, I was told yeah. there would be no math. <laughs> Speaking of Miles Sanders, I have a bone to pick with you, Shane. I uh-huh. I was like. I was in the oh. second round of the Scott Fish Philippine. You can't ask him this yeah. question. No, no, the whole right. point is, is like, okay, I'm in the second round. I'm really nervous. I, all these people are looking at my, you know, they're all searching. What is Dave going to do in the Scott Fish Bowl, of course? And I, I don't know what to do. So I'm like, you know what? Shane's a Philly fan. I'm going to take Miles Sanders. And then I go and look, Shane's no longer a Philly fan. And I feel like he, you bailed on me, man. That's the only reason why I took Miles Sanders. It wasn't because, you know, he had a great receiving floor or anything like a great athleticism or a great, you know, body type, nothing like that. It was only because you were a Philly fan. He does have a beautiful body, though. I will no, say that. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, there's better. Yeah, Come on. You know, there are some good there. bodies out there. He's, no, he's, got that nice, thin, he's got that, like, thin muscle. You don't have to turn the lights off for. I just exactly. like when Shane describes these guys. It kills me. I'm not, look, I'm look. I'm comfortable in my sexuality, I, but I would probably no. let Miles Sanders do things to me if he so chose to. No, I'm no. just saying. He's a good-looking man. But see what happens. But, you get Dave on board, and then you jump ship. But yeah, I'm no longer an Eagles fan. But so what does Sanders look like? I mean, is this is he really? Yeah, bad? now I gotta look guys, him up. He's got a little <laughs> nose. Sanders shirtless. Nose ring. Yeah, he's got. He looks nice without a shirt. Nah, he's too rough for me. I can't. Nah, I can't do it. See, uh, he, he, yeah. see I think he's clean cut. Well, compared Not to you. Sure I'm looking at here. I'm, I'm waiting for my. Maybe this one, uh, like, uh, <laughs> like, I'm looking at this picture from draft night. Well, he's a handsome Shane's man. got everybody looking at Miles Sanders shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm distracted. I haven't touched my mouth. Oh, he's got a lovely smile. I like him. Yeah. yeah he's he's like a generally good dude, and I feel he like. Is a very, he is a very good Yeah, dude. he's a nice guy. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he seems like a nice big, dude. Big 10 guy, too. Badass. Mm-hmm. It's still a good pick. You you took Sanders in the second. I took Sanders in the second, even though I hate the Eagles now. And I took Carson Wentz as my quarterback. And I just took Boston Scott in like the thirteenth round. Should have like, taken I Nick Chubb. Yeah. Now that's a man sure. among men, right there. All right, let's hear from the room. Uh, Katie, Chubb <laughs> or Sanders? Chubb. Chris. Chubb. Samantha. Wait, are we talking shirtless or are we talking athletic? <laughs> <laughs> Athleticism, yeah, running backs. <laughs> That's a valid question on this show, though. It really is. <laughs> uh, shirtless. I mean, I have yeah, Chubb. He is, in, he's pretty beastie. I have him in in my brain. I will never forget what he looked like at the Combine. So, so that's all you need. He was... So Chubb for you, too. There you go. That's what yeah. just I get a Chubb for Chubb, so I think it's a clean sweep. Sam's yeah, clean sweep on Nick Chubb. Yeah. Clean Sorry, sweep, Shane. Yeah. Well, no, it's not a clean sweep. I'm actually a person. Um, <laughs> I have an opinion. Five <laughs> against one, buddy. Wow. <laughs> just gonna roll away. I've had a lot of therapy these last few months. My therapy. <laughs> and you, you have a way to validate. You yeah. validate Shane. You yeah. told me that. Oh my god! They told dude. me that my my opinion is valid, and exactly. I don't have to. Your sleep feelings in the are valid. Your opinion on these running backs. I mean, we can definitely put that to the test. You guys are all wrong. That is incredible that you would all take Nick Chubb. <laughs> We're all wrong. Okay. I actually, I actually don't know who I would take. Oh yeah, come on! You already said. 
Can't take it back. No, I just said no. I just said I like Chubb with his shirt off, and I like oh. Comet. That's all I said. Oh, not as a running back. Okay. All right. All right. okay. We're not talking any fantasy. Just people with their shirts off. Today, I guess apparently. that is that is That's fantasy. Okay. It is. Oh, yeah, it works. Yeah. Yeah. For some of you, and, and definitely Shane. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm now not it's twisting the definition of fantasy, but no, you know, DK Metcalf next, in my opinion, then. Come right. on. DK. Come on. DK is a yeah. Yeah. man. That dude yeah. is crazy. Come on. Yeah, DK could definitely, like, I would just be like, all right, I don't have a choice. Look at you. Well, no, because you can't outrun him. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, you, know, there's one, you just like, hope he's really nice. Right. Yeah. You better hope he puts obstacles in your way or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, if he, I'll just put three cones in front of him. Yeah, maybe. Just, yeah. <laughs> put three cones in front of him. Run those. I dare you. I don't know. I saw Pete Carroll take a shirt off in that video. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Pete, yeah, he's... Oh my god. Different story. Yeah, I, this is, so I just that, is, to, that is not a feat that you want him to repeat. <laughs> no, I want to thank the open bar for inspiring this week's episode. Um hey J Mike, man man bun. Um <laughs> man, man whatever, he knows his name. Jimmy G next. Okay, Jimmy G without a shirt on. What do I we mean, think? I mean, star. I think he's still dating a porn star. I don't think you date porn stars like that long, Chris. That's kind of what hey, I know. Like, hey, I've never been in that position. I, I don't know. Uh, couldn't tell you. I, I went to breakfast with a stripper before, so I kind of can relate. No. And all you can eat buffet at a strip club is not count as going to a uh, going to breakfast. <laughs> He's oh, at your number. I mean, hey man, good value, right? I mean, that's why. I you mean, do. if you eat there at three a.m., it's like you're having breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that quite a few times. <laughs> you eat at a strip club at three a.m. Uh, breakfast, buddy. You go to yeah. Del Taco, someplace greasy, because that helps cut down all the alcohol that's in your. System. That's what yeah. Waffle House is for. That's, That's exactly what it's for. Waffle House. Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle. Del Taco, Taco oh, Bell. Yeah. I mean, any, yeah. any, any of those greasy. You do like three rails and then Tacos. you're fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you're not even drunk anymore. Like that's the least of your concerns. I hope there are no minors <laughs> I, listening to this show because you are definitely I, not the kind of role model. Uh, they're, they're, they need to listen to. I want to. Right, yeah, what minor would listen to Sean? I, don't know. <laughs> I God, I hope it's not my kids. It's the coal miner's daughter. <laughs> well, let's let's kind of let's come back to center just for a minute. We we started talking about the Scott Fishbowl. Are we all in the Scott Fishbowl? Sam, you're in it, right? You have a team. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so let's just kind of. Let's start with you. What do you like about your team so far that you drafted? Give us some insight into how it's gone. Are you happy with your team? Who do you have? Yeah. I can't really pull that up. Actually, I can. Give me one second. No, it's okay. It's okay. I can I can just rattle them off. Um, I, what I like most about my team is I feel like it's pretty balanced. This is my first Scott Fishbowl, so I didn't. I haven't taken too many risks, but I feel like I got some good value where I took them. So I've got Lamar Jackson at one, uh, Austin Eckler, Matt Ryan. Zach Ertz. I took Raheem Mostert right before he decided to ask for a trade. That was the one thing that kind of sucks. But, you know. But I've heard a lot of things about that being mostly a contract dispute and that he's on a special teams contract and that he just wants, you know, a higher contract. And I think they'll Mm -hmm. pay the man. I mean, I don't see him having... Yeah, pay the the man. I mean, he... He was amazing for you, so why wouldn't you? But Mm -hmm. um, then then I got Darius Geis, Robert Woods, Marquise Brown, and Jarvis Landry. So what I like is I got a lot of really, you know, high ceiling potential receivers but i got them really late so i like what i did there 
Um, now, you know, I just got to figure out if I want to do another tight end quickly because they just went on a giant run of tight ends. I, I looked at the board and it's like eight tight ends just went. I'm like, well, shit, I think I missed the, the run of my second tight end. I'm going to get a second string, third string tight end. Mm-hmm. That's okay. What right. division are you in? I'm in the Tamagotchi League. I have one of those. What is that? Is that Big yeah, Hero I, I've 6? I've never had that. No, that's no, the, the little... Red, little, baby the little yeah, y'all be yeah. having those? No. You guys oh, are God. a little bit younger than me, a I think. A lot younger than me. Yeah, yeah, clean up their poop, right? You had to clean up their poop? Yeah, they're like really? little eggs. Yeah, they're little digital guys, and you either feed them or clean up their poop. That's all you did. Wow, was, well, that's, that's yeah. great. And then, and then they grow. They're little digital guys. They're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I don't know how if I'm that young. I'm 32. I'm not that young. I remember the Sims. Oh, okay. yeah. oh Sims are fun, yeah. Sims. I think the Sims used to have actual lives, though. Like, they didn't just poop themselves and wait for you to feed Unless them. Unless you trap them in a room. If you trap them in a room with no doors and no windows, then they get they depressed feed, and die. They feed themselves, and there would be a big yellow circle around them. It's like a real nurturing day. step, like way, <laughs> way higher level than, you know, a, a Barbie or something, or even a cabbage yes. patch kid, right? Or, yeah. I mean, you oh, have absolutely. to really nurture that toy. Yeah. My first my first tilt was a Tamaguchi because I was like, why is he dying so early? That's not fair. And like, you know, that's just prepare me for my fantasy tilts that I would go on later in life. So Absolutely. thank you. Yeah. A Tamaguchi. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. You didn't even get yeah. close. Tamagotchi. And from Maine, from Maine, it doesn't matter how you pronounce things. <laughs> I, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my league so far. Just gotta gotta finish out strong and not not overthink some things. Although I feel like I've done enough. Yeah, we all do that. You you look back and maybe want some picks back or think you should have taken someone else. But yeah, I don't. Everybody. So yeah, far, I wouldn't. So far, I wouldn't take any of these back, and that's why I feel pretty good about it. Oh, good. Well, what about yeah. you, Katie? What's your team? What division are you in, and what's your team? I, I am looking at. Well, I'm looking at Tamagotchi finally. So let's see. Let's see this. I'm gonna pull up. While you're giving me your roster, I'm going to pull up Sam's team here. Why are we pulling up rosters? I want to see what they are. I can't. I feel like we need names all our t- What's that? This is the most undisciplined we've ever been. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> Lies. Lies. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, Katie, what's your team? No discipline? What is wrong with no discipline? Exactly. Why do we need fun. discipline? Yeah, rules I are meant to be broken. All right. <laughs> All right, so here we go. I, I couldn't remember all your players oh, yeah. after you named them. That's my problem. I, I got, oh, sure. like, through three, and then I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Too much information. So, Katie, what's your team, dude? Or do you have it up? Can you guys I, see this? I'm sharing my screen. You Sam's team yeah, right now. I can then, see we'll it. Get to, then we'll get to Katie's. Look at the oh, screen. Right. And then yeah, we'll, we'll, compare. we'll compare notes here. Oh, yeah, sounds uh, good. I was on Twitter, so I wasn't actually paying attention to the Shane, screen. See, Shane's making trades and talking mm-hmm. to other people, trying to – Trying to get a date while we're looking at this. <laughs> well, he's got to stay on brand. Well, I, well, I'm single, so yeah. Good quarterbacks, Sam. Good quarterbacks. I like that. Thank you. I really wanted to get quarterbacks early. That was one position that I knew I wanted to take early. Um, I wanted to take a tight end early as well. Uh, I feel like I could wait on the second. We'll see if I miss the boat on getting that second tight end. But I just wanted to make sure my quarterbacks were a sure thing. There's so many left in, in like the 10th, and I think you'll be fine. I'm glad you got yeah. parts. People have written them off for years. He's still doing like Julio and Larry Fitz things. Still doing work. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Other than Mostert. That's pretty nice. Um, that's, that's yeah, I hate the Mostert pick. But, yeah, I mean, it. it's only... <laughs> you hate it? You, you said hate you hate it? Mostert. 
Dude, Mostert is one of the – I think he is such a – what's the word I'm looking for? He's like one of the worst picks I can imagine this year. Just be, He's not going to be good this, this year. This was before There's he was no traded. Way. He was saying this before he was traded. He, yeah, I don't think he's ever – I didn't think he was ever going to be good this year because he's he's a jag. I mean, he's 28 years old. I hate that term. He, just a guy. I'll call him just a guy. Yeah, fella. you know why I hate it? Because all those just a guys put us all to shame, man. It's just kind of, well, it's almost. We're not uh, comparing them to us. I know, but just saying just a guy about an NFL player sure. always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, uh, really? Anyway, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Sam. I, I, okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. Sorry, Sam. What was your decision with Austin Eckler? Oh, I like the Austin Eckler pick, but what was your decision at RB there? Did you have a couple of RBs to choose from, or was it like Austin Eckler was the best available? Did you have no, was it a hard choice? No, it, it, I had a couple available, but I just liked um, I liked the PPR possibilities for him, and I feel like he has a really high uh, floor this year because he is the, without a doubt, number one there. Yeah. Um, so he's not going to be splitting carries with Melvin Gordon, and I feel like based on their quarterback situation, they're going to need someone as reliable as he is to be kind of a switch army knife for them. So I'm excited for that. I like that you got Geis, too, in the seventh. I saw him yeah. go higher than that. We could take a look, yeah. but it'll take too much time. But higher and, of course, lower than that. But that that's, I mean, you know, if, if he becomes a starting running back and, and stays healthy, good yeah, God, that's healthy. a hell of a buy right there, yeah. Yeah. All right, Katie, what division are you in? Because I have trouble finding rosters Jenga. on here. Jenga. Jenga? I'll never find that. The movie. There's a movie called – no, that's not what I was thinking of. If you just hit, back, if you just hit backspace and then type in her Twitter handle, you can you get serious? their Twitter. You're so smart. Oh, You're so mathy and smart. You Dave oh God, that's so easy. He's a computer it's, guy. No, it's at FF underscore. Oh, at FF. There you go. FF. There you go. Underscores. You know what's great about that? You were trying to tell me the. You were trying to tell me your Twitter handle, and Shane never even stopped talking. Whose Twitter handle? Katie's. We're looking at Katie's. Oh, you're further. Twitter. Oh, I love that Drew Brees pick. Yeah, at the, he went higher than that, and that's that's a good buy for sure. So, Katie, walk us yeah. through this. What what do you like? Just just a little insight. I didn't want to spend a ton of time on this, but give us the highs and lows of this. Do you have any lows? Uh, they're, they're football. They're football players. I hope they don't get COVID during the season. Yeah. I I hope they stay healthy, and I hope they kick ass. Okay, I, I love that you got Dobbins down there in the seventh. I did the same thing. I can't remember if it was the, at the end of the seventh I, I or beginning of the eighth. I tracked him with Ingram. I almost, at the 602, I almost went for the stack there, but I was like, no, I think I can wait. And I got Odell Beckham instead, who had mm-hmm. slipped. Um, so that was a big get for me. And then to get Dobbins back, you know, I'm on the corner of the late, so it's always tough. You don't, you know, you got to sometimes jump guys. I've been patient. I, Odell Beckham came to me. J.K. Dobbins fell to me. Jared Goff fell to me. I mean, all of, all of the draft really just fell to where I'm I, in the 111. That's where Shane is too. That's a hell of a spot to be, and I, I like it. I, I took Deshaun Watson though, uh, George Kittle and Deshaun Watson at my first turn there. Um, are you in the thread mm-hmm. on Twitter with all the other 111s that was put together? I didn't see. I don't. No. I'll put you in there. I'll add you. I don't uh, tweet much. I, it's kind no, of fun. Yeah. I. I I think did I already Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, you went running back heavy too, so uh, no, good job. Yeah. I think overall, um, yeah. spaceman, what are you talking about here? What did you do? So I went, I so I was just from the one hundred and three, like 
mm. like Sam was. And oh. I, I had I had a tough decision between the quarterbacks and going a running back. In an yeah. ideal world, I wanted Barkley. I thought the reason why I chose 103 was is I thought Everybody's when I chose it, everyone was talking about quarterbacks heavily. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of shifted as it went along. And then so I was like, you know what? I liked, I, I tested it all. I did a couple mock drafts. And I was like, I like my build better with Ezekiel Elliott at 103. He's a, I feel like he has a relatively safe. He might, not, he might not be super exciting like a Christian McCaffrey or sure. a Barkley, but he has some. He is safe. And then I just liked how the, how it, it shaped up there. And then I got Miles Sanders at at 210, which Jeez. I felt was a good value. Fast draft. And, 16 already. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We're cruising here. And then okay. it, and then it was Devonte Adams at 303 was like the fourth Jeez. latest that you could get Devonte in all of wow. SFB. So I was happy. And I double tapped the QBs at Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's I good. like Matt. Like Matt Stafford's upside, and I just wanted to stop sweating about QBs because you had no idea when you're at 103, you don't know if you're going to hit a run or something. So right. I just I didn't want to sweat it. And DeAndre Swift, I think Shane's a pretty big fan of DeAndre Swift. You know, Carryon Johnson does not ha- he is not have me shaking my boots whatsoever. Yeah. I'm not afraid so of Carryon Johnson. Uh-huh. Yep, he could be the best back in this class. People were thinking that way beforehand at times, and if they're playing from behind, they're on turf. You know, Swift. Uh, Stafford's done well with receiving backs in the past. Give me DeAndre Swift there. And any of and the rookie AJ, running backs, if they get a shot, I mean, we're we're gonna hit gold if that happens. Yeah, and it's in the third, my third RB, so I'm happy, you know, with Sanders and and Zeke there. So I'll take the risk there. And then AJ Brown, I like him paired with with Adams. And then it was Gronk was my one bad decision in my opinion. I didn't like. I thought I should have. I think I should thunk. Did you I say I thunk? That sounds like something Gronkowski would say. I yeah, exactly. Well, you know, <laughs> very drunk. My inner Mainer came out there, and so, yeah, I should have taken Joe Burrow there, but I went Gronk just because I got too excited about the idea of not having the coverage that he had in New England. He doesn't I like have to worry about did. being. You don't need with those two quarterbacks you took in Stafford and Cousins. It's it's actually a really good idea that you you could have even waited later and got Haskins. You yeah. don't need uh, three top tier quarterbacks or yeah. you, you know top two tier quarterbacks. You just need a guy like Haskins. Um, I think that's perfect. I, w- yeah. I don't know if I would have taken Gronkowski, but, you know, maybe he does really well this year. We'll see. It's right where his ADP was, so I was happy. And then I just went I, – I had to make sure I left this draft for Christian Kirk. I am fighting my flag <laughs> on Christian Kirk this season. Yeah. I was sniped by FF Zinger last year in my first FS or Scott Fishbowl, and I was it was not happening again. So I was making sure I got Christian Kirk. And besides that, I just went value for the rest of the way. I was just looking oh, – I just want the, the, the most value on the board. But everyone You're else has been thinking for me. Yeah. No, nice work. Yeah. But this is cool. How do you guys feel about? Um, I, I like the late pick for Haskins. How do you guys feel about him this year? I mean, obviously, given Scott Fishbowl rules, I'm very shaking in my boots about the stacks <laughs> and the interceptions. Yeah. So I'm I'm worried. But I mean, I think that d- depending on the game, and obviously, if you have a buy to like slot him in, you might be able to get some good value out of him if he can shape out. Are you guys excited about Haskins at all? So I'm a pretty, I love Haskins. I think we saw him improve tremendously as the you know as the season went on as it progressed last year, and that was with literal trash cans at receiver. It's mm-hmm. Stephen Sims who people are talking up for some reason. Um, he had what's his face uh, Harmon mm-hmm. and uh, McLaren obviously. But outside of that, I mean, McLaren's really the only talent on that team. Like, the rest of it, that is a terrible offensive Yeah, the team. only thing set at wide receiver that's legitimate right now. Yeah, I mean, AGG, at least he gives them a big body, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the end zone. Maybe Thad Moss, um, if he gets his foot right, 
I mean, he's better than you know what they had out there last year, which was Jordan Sprinkle, I think. Um, I don't Jeremy even Sprinkle. Jeremy Sprinkle. <laughs> I don't even Close remember enough. his name. Yeah. If Geis is healthy, I mean, that should help with the play action. The line's got to be better. I'm stoked to see what they do with um, Gibson, too. I think he can be a fun little weapon for Haskins. In SFB, I'm, I'm, I also drafted Haskins, and I, I don't want to ever, ever have to start him. But long-term dynasty outlook, I love yeah, that. Absolutely. Sure. Love it. Look at this Tyra guy. Taylor's, Tyra Taylor's still available. I might take him. I'm on the clock one away. I might take Tyrod Taylor just for a little bit of safety. I might be on the clock now, too. I, right. I had just picked at the um, uh, the 11 spot, so I'm up again for, I think, the maybe the 10, 10th round. But Chris, oh my god, 22 rounds in? Really? Yeah, we're done. That's crazy. We're half that That's in crazy. my league. Might have yeah, been. Are, is done. that the entire draft? How many rounds is the fishbowl? I forget. <laughs> He's done. Yeah, 22. That's insane. Uh, we were we were like I think at one point I think through like the sixth or seventh round we were like the fastest league, our fastest division in the league and yeah we're, we're just about we're just about done. That's crazy. So, I don't know. We had a good group. I mean everybody was I think last because uh, I've been on both sides of the coin. I think yeah. last season I was in one of the slowest ones. Yeah, I mean in my, me like, too. that was I was definitely I was on like uh, that was definitely my fault being that I, I was working in a, a classified area so I could only pop out like every now and again and like I, I would sit on the clock for hours and I felt bad. Uh, but this season, especially being able to work from home so I could just as easily you know flip over and make my pick so we were able to get through it pretty quickly. I don't know. I mean I, I don't I, I, I didn't pay as much attention and do like a ton of research for my draft like this season. And since I had like a later pick, so I was picking from the 110, mm-hmm. uh, I was just I was just kind of I was just going to go with the flow and see whatever fell. I was in some of the DM threads for folks that were picking from the 10 spot. Yeah, it was pretty much if you can get a good running back at the back end of the first go with it. I was aiming for Drew Brees in the second round. He got taken like the pick right before mine. So I went George Kittle. Good eh. consolation prize. Yeah, and then the third round, it was just I was waffling over like a, I think it was like a wide receiver or or Aaron Jones, and I figured, nah, eh, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again with quarterbacks, like mm-hmm. I don't know, and maybe I might have galaxy brain this whole the whole thing. But uh, when it came to like, I get that it's a super flex league, but with the way that the quarterback scoring is, I don't really know if hoarding quarterbacks is like is plus EV. Because yeah. the quarterbacks that you're going to draft later anyway, they suck for a reason, and that's why they're available late. Mm-hmm. So do you really want to start those guys in your super flex spot, or would it just be easier to like just play Another a running position. back or wide receiver? Exactly, spot? yeah. So for what it's worth, Chris, the way I played it was as I figured I'm going to get to what I believe to be elite quarterbacks and then just a guy after that. Um, uh, because, yeah, all those bottom feeders that people are going to – like you said, hoard later. Yeah, like Mitch Trubisky, Jarrett Stidham. Yeah, they're like gonna lose, they're gonna lose people weeks. So yeah. I don't want to have to be in the position where I'm ever seriously contemplating starting any of those. Well, you don't games. need more than Stafford and Cousins, just like with Spaceman Dave. Um, those are two great quarterbacks in this format. Steady, I mean, especially Cousins. I I, I love that yeah. you got him in the sixth round. He was taken much higher than that. I, 
yeah, you, you don't really need another quarterback, and you get somebody off no. of waivers if you need a fill-in, but you could just play one quarterback each week if you if you wanted. And yeah, I figured I'd be, depth. like, uh, pretty solid. So I wasn't too – like, I didn't have any, like, wow picks or anything like that. I didn't feel like a lot of – like, t- a ton of value, like, fell my way. I just kind of just, just rolled with the punches, and we'll see how it goes. Cherry you know, pick took what came to you. Uh, I disagree with what Chris is saying. He – I have put in my calendar here, write Chris a sonnet tomorrow for, <laughs> for picking Albert Wilson for picking Albert Wilson with his last pick. Because oh, Albert yeah. Oh, and it's six yeah. of seven games over five or more targets. And the idea of him playing with Tua, Chris, thank you for being on the bandwagon still. The yeah. dream lives on. Let's go, baby. Monte Parker play on the outside. Who's going to be like on the interior? It's going to be Albert Wilson. It's definitely the yeah. Just like last year, it was going to be Albert Wilson. I remember the year before that when it was going to be Albert Wilson. Look, I I know that's the problem. I I've lived the dream with Albert Wilson for like three seasons. This is not happening. You know what Albert Wilson's alter ego name is? No. Kristen Michael. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the, the only thing that's different about this season is, is that I've slid into his DMs and I've offered to give him a, his hamstring and his quad massage every game day to make sure he stays loose and he doesn't get injured. So that's the that's only difference nice for this guy. Year. Great, great. There you go. Yeah. So I'm going to say this much. You do what you got to do. I volunteer, I volunteer my hands to Nick Chubb, his posterior, to make sure that he's properly running and loose and and uh, stretched out and ready to go. I, I volunteer my hands for that duty. I bet. See, that's the only advantage women have in this world. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the only slot. only one, huh? Well, no, only I mean, one. Like, we only have one advantage. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, that's why we all take advice like, from Shane. Men. Men are given every advantage. Men are given advantages over women. Was my point. The only advantage that women are given, or the the slack that they're given, is they can jump in your DMs and literally say anything, and you're just like, "Yeah, that's fine." Yeah. Just, just go. <laughs> you know I mean? like, they can literally jump in there and just be like, "I'm coming over to murder your family and kidnap you." And you just oh, be like, fine. "All right." <laughs> that was my only point. <laughs> you're a, you're a maniac. <laughs> the advantages of sliding in the DMs. We can say whatever we want. Hey, I'll take whatever advantages I can get. Men get higher pay when they don't deserve it. Men get treated better when they don't deserve oh it. Things God. like that. Yeah. Reproductive rights, who cares? But you can slide into the DM. And then you have the people out there that take Matt Barkley at 111 oh. in the Scott Fishbowl. And then still build a f-ing team that you look at and you're like, oh. And you say, man, that's <laughs> I can't, I can't think of a lousier team, really. <laughs> you could have been a contender. What is this? There's not. Wow. Let's see. I got Miles Sanders, who's a top 12 running back this year. Carson Wentz. You made a statement. Made the a statement. most underrated quarterback one in the league. Um, DJ Moore, who apparently people are still sleeping on. I'm not sure why. But top ooh, five no, wide receiver this year. Nobody's top five sleeping wide on him, though. Everybody knows he's good and he's a wide receiver one. Who Nobody's sleeping yeah. on him. But that I is great that you got him at 402 because wide receivers are falling in the Scott Fishbowl. But no one's and in week that guy. one, but in week one of the Scott Fishbowl playoffs, if you even make it there, he's going to be on by. <laughs> he's be on by in the first week of the playoffs. So, well, here's the good thing: if I don't make the playoffs, I can say it was because of Matt Barkley. Oh, uh, you, we're not going to let you say that. No, just, you can't. Excuse. 
I'm, sure I'm going to say it's because you took DJ Moore in the fourth instead of a running back. <laughs> no, he was just he's been on Boston Scott. I'm sorry. I still believe <laughs> in zero RB. I'm, I'm always going to believe in zero running back. There's going to be there's going to be running backs that will pull off the waiver wire all year that are going to yeah, produce better than the guys that got drafted in the first four rounds. You've got to go with guys that, that, score, that score points at any position, really, because of the flexibility of these rosters. You could you could hit on the wide receivers. I get that. There are so many people that went running back heavy, but not everybody can do that in the same division. You can't have 12 teams going running back heavy. I mean, the, the running yeah, backs are just, gone. They're, yeah, it doesn't I've, work. I've literally no idea what anyone in my division has done. Um, you can look I'm at their team narcissist. still. You said that I'm a two nights ago. Like, you think I care? I don't give a shit. Don't anyone Shane oh heard. Shane heard that Shane Battier is going zero RB still, and Shane's like, I'm all in. I'm all in on that <laughs> so. too. But look, I got Marlon Mackley, who if if Oops, if you know, nice. Jonathan Taylor doesn't run away with that gig, or Jonathan Taylor, you know isn't healthy or whatever. Yeah. Marlon Mack is a guy that I love. Uh, Rugs, I love for some boom weeks. Look, I got a little Boston Mack's Scott. Mack's a good running back. Yeah, so is Boston, Boston my Scott. new favorite city. I got Mack Boston is Scott. Yeah. Mack is great value there. Mack is great value at 12. I agree. There. And I like I like that you snuck Rugs in there in the 13th round, too, because if he starts, if he plays early, that's that's big. Yeah, could be. A.J. Green, you got him, too, in the 10th. Not bad, not bad. And you're in the 14th round, and then there's – my my division, which we're, I'm about to make the 10:02. I might be on the clock right now, so I don't love this, but I do love that I got George Kittle at 111, and I do love that in the set with the second pick of the second round, I got Watson, who I chose intentionally. I said the other night over Russell Wilson because I think he, Watson has a higher ceiling in this, and I'm I, I made that conscious decision. I'm glad to get Fournette. People, I mean, good God, in the third round, almost the fourth round, this. I did because I'm biased and I love Kenny Galladay. I could have gone in a lot of different directions. I'm happy with yeah. this. Cousins in the fifth. These two guys. Hell yeah. I won't drop Cousins draft in the fifth great. Yeah. Yeah. I won't take Those another quarterback until, like, I don't know, here somewhere. Sorry. Like, in here. So, Jeremy. Yeah. You, you, glossed, you glossed over it. You glossed over it. Okay. Tell Uh-oh. me. What? What? You said, you said Deshaun Watson. You you. You particularly picked him over Russell Wilson. So tell me Deshaun Watson's weapons that Russell Wilson doesn't have. It's not not about What about Deshaun Watson's weapons make you feel comfy inside your shorts? Um, (laughs) I don't don't know that I'm ever comfy inside my shorts. But, um, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying because, you know, they, he lost Hopkins, and he has three wide receivers trying to be, oh, fill that, that position. Wasn't that much. Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, he's a fugazi. He's nothing, right? I mean, that's what you're acting like here. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm not. I, I still think Watson has um, a higher ceiling in this scoring than than uh, Russell Wilson. I, I mean, I, I think it's slight, but I like I like Watson's. I, I do. I like him a lot. I hear what you're saying. Wilson, the, the structure of that offense is why I think I – I lean toward the passing game in Houston. And let's not forget, they still have three wide receivers there that are very good. Now, I realize Brandon Cooks is one concussion away from not playing again. Uh, we know Will Fuller at some point is going to be injured and not playing, and Kenny Stills is going to be on there. But Yeah, but with, with – 
Back. Very good wide receiver. Did that just happen? <laughs> Duke Johnson, yeah, no, David missed, Johnson, right Johnson and Johnson there, the tight ends. I, I think it, the outlook there isn't as grim as it was, um, or I mean, isn't as grim as people think, simply because we removed um, Hopkins. So there's that. Um, I think he's going to be I, a consistent player, and that's important in this too. So can we Scott Fish's team real quick? Sure. And, yeah. and I want to say J.K. Dobbins in the eighth. I don't care. I, I just I had steal. to have him, and he was going to be gone. Steal. Like yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's good. He was definitely. And I also uh, like the the Hooper grab too. I like that. Yep. Yep. All right, so we all so everyone's just fading Cooper or Hooper this year, apparently, right? I, I think like we all. Fine. I think everybody's fading Cleveland in general, though. I mean, everyone's I mean, going I'm, on Odell, bingo. Jarvis. I mean, it's just the entire Browns offense. Let's do this Minus one. And we can move on. Uh, Scott Fish, look at this. Oof. I don't. I, I we told him the other his night. First, he got better yeah. though. He got Johnson at the yeah. end there. But I don't his like first it. three rounds really good, and then it was, he literally was like, "I'm Scott Fish. I should just win." Really good. Scott has team zero wide receiver. McCaffrey and Ryan. Zero I love Mary there, but either way, from the fourth on, it's like he was literally like, oh, this is for charity, and I can't win my own league. <laughs> I'm going to intentionally like lose my own league, yeah. yeah. I feel like when he was coming up with the scoring settings, he was like, this could work, and I'm going to draft this team. And <laughs> he was probably drunk at the time. Too much insight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I mean, look, Scott is a great dude, but this team is not befitting of him. He said he wasn't happy with it. He's going to see this. He's got to make it different. I like it. I mean, hey, let's see how it plays out for him. Well, I mean, yeah. He has said he's, he's made the playoffs um, <laughs> every year. Every year. Yeah. I'm going to go donate. Cares. I can't like I can't slander Scott Fish and like have him no. here. Let me go donate to Fantasy Cares. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to do it after this because I've been. When you do that, are you gonna put your credit card number in so we're all seeing it too? Or um, <laughs> hopefully you have a second screen available so you can do that. In the memo, I'm just gonna put sorry, Scott. <laughs> Speaking of Fantasy Cares, I just want to take a moment. I wanted to make sure to get this out here. The yeah. Scott, the SFB Podathon. Oh my goodness. How the community came together, and so we good. are over forty thousand dollars. Sponsors stepped up, the guests stepped up. Matthew Barry matching twenty eight hundred dollars in donations. Yep. Uh, FF Hitman matching, I think at least over a thousand dollars in donations. And Occupy Fantasy, I forget, I'm forgetting his name, but he won the Million Maker. He was matching donations for about eight hours. Wow. How everybody stepped up. In this community, not one person, everybody from whoever donated five dollars to, I heard there was a nine hundred dollar donation or something like uh, along those lines. Cool. Everybody stepped up. What a great show, Sal, Kevin, mm-hmm. and um, the Potathon. Yeah, Steve. yeah, yeah. Steve. yeah. Everyone forgets Steve, but he yeah, was still, no, no, not Steve. Steve's chair put on. Don't, don't <laughs> that wrong. And then Shane just totally smashing through his half hour appearance. Honestly, thank every thank you to everybody who donated. Yeah, everybody who who donated, did prizes. The only problem I had with the potathon was is that Jeremy wasn't on it because I was I had that highlighted and Jeremy you weren't on it, man. I just couldn't make it on time. But I hear that Shane talked enough for three people, so it was probably good I wasn't on that uh, potathon. I think he represented well though, from what I heard, and uh, yeah, it's all good. We still donated and all of that, but it is a great experience to be on the potathon. It's the first yeah. year I haven't been on it. Two, two years running, the HQ was on, but not this year. But yeah, so Dave was involved um, in helping the Potathon guys raise all that money and, and working with Scott and, and all the Potathon hosts. So yeah, man, really, really good work. 
Thanks for doing that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, shout out to FF Trader Joe too, though. My man was um, he was out there pimping it all over Twitter, mm-hmm. and other social medias. I'm sure. But a Twitter I, mastermind Joe is. Yeah, and I look. I don't. I don't like giving shout outs to people, but now nah, everybody did a great job on that. It was really nice. You like receiving shout outs. You don't like giving them, right? But just because no one's talking about you, so you're like, what? <laughs> Shane raised some money though. Shot during yeah. the Dynasty HQ, there was us. a lot of money was donated, and then Sean doing Matt Barkley. I mean, uh, hopefully he gets that bye week so he doesn't have to worry about DJ Moore during that the, the playoffs pair. But True. good to Shane. Thanks everybody. Honest hats off to everybody for the spotathon. It was an amazing experience. Yeah, man, that thing's gonna be. It, it, it's like the Scott Fishbowl. It's just gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's great. That's good. So. Are we going to have an NFL season so that we can no. get some no. scored? No, and no, actually none of us compete? are getting a season. I mean, it's looking pretty yeah. grim, honestly, with the way college football is going. And not to be a you know a downer about it, but it's true. Uh, we have um, the Ivy League, Stanford, you know, Ohio State announcing that they're only going to do um, you know the uh, conference games, which that means no Oregon, the small schools that depend on the income that they get for you know playing against and letting Ohio State tee off on them, let's be honest. But still, they get a ton of money, millions of dollars. All that stuff's out, and it's just a matter of time, I think, before or until um, our college season is just a wash. And then you know, the NFL, we're talking about billions and billions, and there's a lot more on the line. But you know, it, with guys getting COVID-19 and um, locker rooms, all those things, I mean, do you guys think – Let's just. What do you guys think? Is this season going to happen in the NFL? Just tell me. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen at all. And I think it's really. It's. At, I mean, with the NBA kind of being the ones that were at the forefront of, literally, as soon as a player got it, they shut everything down and everything followed yeah. suit after the NBA. They've been very vocal about what they're trying to do for their players. They've been very vocal about what the different things they've tried out. They've been very open with their strategy. We haven't heard anything from the NFL except for today saying. We're not going to do the jersey swaps, guys. And everyone's like, we can't swap jerseys. I don't get it. And it's like, okay, we're a little bit behind the times, NFL. We're watching the NBA create bubbles. Like, You can no swap your jerseys as long as you don't take your masks off. I'm kidding. Right, yeah. Yeah. So bring one that's hermetically sealed and hand it to them that hasn't been warned and no one's – but sure. Right. But I think what's concerning is that we haven't heard any plans it's compared to the amount of plans we've heard. It's been too quiet. It's too quiet. So the NFL's plan was, and it was a good plan because they had time, was, okay, hopefully this will run its course because we have a government that's supposed to handle this shit, right? Um, unfortunately, our government was like, I, I don't even believe in it. So I don't uh, believe in the Kung Flu. Yeah. So the Kung Flu. <laughs> yeah. Kung uh, flu. Oh, my uh, God. Air quotes. Yeah. Okay, anyone hearing this on the, the thing, trust me. Um <laughs> You know, listen, I went to Maryland a few weeks ago. Some crazy lady told me that it's all a plot so that we can get the vaccines with the microchips in them. And oh, that's nice. what we're dealing with. So that's Definitely. why we're not going to have an NFL season because the NFL, we got time to wait. Let's wait. You know, things will be fine, I'm sure, in September, right? What's that, six months mm-hmm. away from when this, this epidemic hit? Mm-hmm. Surely our government will step in and handle this. And um, They're doing a great job yeah. so far. So. Yeah. <laughs> Right. The preseason, yeah. you know, it's pretty much fait accompli that the, the preseason's done. It's not yeah. happening. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. yeah. I, I, they can yeah. push back the season the way they set up the schedule. They can push it back two weeks. So that's the first, what, two weeks of September. So 
maybe COVID will go away in the fr- before the first two weeks of September and everything will be fine. Oh, sure. It's just going to go away. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, just yeah. going to go away. I mean, at the rate at which that things are going and the way that people are planning all of these things, I mean, it's going to get pushed back and pushed back. But what we're seeing now with the NBA is players that are opting out because of different family issues or health issues, and they don't want to expose their families to that. NFL is going to be no different. I mean, I'm sure that we've all heard different players have different family situations where their kid has cancer or something terrible, obviously. Like, you don't want anyone to get hurt. And they're going to care more about their families, and they should likely care for more of their families than anything else. But that's just going to be the next snowball effect that we see is, like, if they don't say anything, I'm not playing. And then as soon as you have a high-profile player, a big enough one that makes enough money, say, this isn't safe, then we're going to immediately see another snowball as well. Yep. Hats off to Sam for coming at the FF counselor because I think FF counselor came at the NFL players today. So Sam just said, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was one of the worst videos I think of he's ever had. I think Sam's I like, get GTFO. Sam's like, the drama. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how can you not have him muted? That dude is, first of all, his football takes are trash. Um, I, it's more he, like a what not to do thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I've worked for a lot Don't of Don't do like, what bad, I do, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was a parody account. That's not, he's, is he really legit? No, he's, that's legit, dude. He's legit. FF Counselor is a legit no, account? Stop it. You guys are punking me right now. No, he, I thought it was a, a I thought account. it was a parody too. Yeah. Is he a parody? Uh, well, I, I don't know. He's Jersey. He's real Jersey. He's real. Jersey. He's not Spinal Tap. Like, like Jersey Shore's Jersey. Oh, yeah, he is. He would be on Jersey Shore if it was still going on. Oh my god. Right, anyway, but Malik Jackson came out for the Eagles. The Eagles yesterday, and basically he just said like, "Hey, we haven't heard shit from the NFL owners on what exactly the plan is." That's not good. Um, That's not good. Yeah, if you guys could come up with a plan, that'd be great. When the NFL yeah. players start voicing that publicly, that means they've been voicing it behind the scenes, and no one's gotten mm-hmm. any anything back to them. And they're like, "All right, well now we're just gonna." you like we're getting you ready to say you know when like sam said when players start going no nah, i'm not playing next year I'm, i don't right. want to, yeah. i don't want to die like it's that simple yeah. Hats so the, off player, to- the players don't trust the owners or the nfl to make the right decisions or no. lay out a plan right. they've seen nothing they're very skeptical and now they're starting as you said to voice their opinion out loud to the public but I I agree with all y'all. I don't think that the season's going to happen. It's it's looking very very dim because of the non-trust. Yeah. yeah. A shout out to okay. at Dingas in the chat. He had Vincent Smith on in the Podathon and he talked about wh- how the players union and how the you know the returner for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. He he uh, he had him on late night. Vincent Smith talked about how the players were feeling. So if you were going to uh, to look for a, a segment to, to listen to for yeah. the Potathon. Vincent Smith had a lot of insight about how the players are feeling. It was really interesting how they're working on uh, getting in sync with routes with the quarterback. It was really interesting to hear, uh, you know, just a little bit more of insight how from an actual player of, of yeah, how they're doing with COVID. I think I represent all of us when I say that my greatest concern is whether I'm going to carry over my SFB 10 roster uh, team to yeah, can we SFB 11 and not have to draft again? or Yeah, can I just that? defer my roster? I mean... Yes, a couple things. I want to rep- I want to um, acknowledge the chat as well. Um, Larry tells me that I'm looking slim. Thank you. Been working on it. Um, <laughs> and and Ruben, um, Ruben asked me if Malik Jackson said anything about his teammates' um, anti-Semitism. No, he did not, which 
is for the reason that I hope the Eagles go 0 and 16 for the rest of the So you're time. alluding to Deshaun Jackson's comments, right? Just to I'm not alluding to, he's an anti-Semite. <laughs> um, saying, that's what you're referring to. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Anyway, but um, sorry to take everyone off track. But most importantly, out of those two things, I'm looking slimmer. Thank you. Yeah. You looking, are looking slimmer. Looking good, man. It's uh, meth. Meth is a hell of a drug. I'm not going to lie. There you go. Yeah. So earlier it was meth. Now it's meth. Where are we going next with this? Meth, meth. I, I don't know, Katie. Um, I'm just I'm getting used to the single life again, and it's all new to me and beautiful. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we're going to save our trades for the uh, Patreon version. What do you think, Shane? Just keep those. Hold those over. You want to go over one now? You want to do a trade alert? Yeah. What do you think? Screw the trades. I did, ha- I did have, I guess... Uh, we're mostly dynasty fiends here, mostly. Um, True. I wonder, do you think this will increase the mainstream popularity of dynasty since there's going to be no redraft to watch? Basically, all you're going to have to do is look forward to next year and build teams. Like, this is the perfect opportunity for dynasty to just like explode. I agree. I mean, it's why I added three more dynasty leagues because I have my one. Yeah, I'm in three dynasties that just started this year. I mean, I have one dynasty that I've been in since end of college. So that one is very close to my heart. And I'm actually, I won it last year. So it's if we don't have a season, I get to hold on the trophy one more year. So yeah, right. <laughs> Put your name on there two years in a row. I mean, yeah. you got to think there's going to be nothing but startups going like all through. Like if there's no games like week one, it should just be nothing but startup after startup after startup. There's going to be so point. many new Dynasty babies. Oh, hell yeah. Dynasty babies. I love it. <laughs> I want to see what the Dynasty H- uh, Trades HQ does for content. I think it's going to be fire if, if, if nothing happens. I can only it's imagine. It's going to be a lot of like. fervor, a lot of anger. Shane's and just going to be trades. yelling. Yeah, I have look, dude. I'm you know look, that's you know me. I got content for days, bro. I got you know the single life I'm going through. If I need to start breaking out some of them stories, I will break out some of them stories. Them those would be the X-rated Patreon episodes. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, the Patreon. Yeah, we episodes. can't take the risk of children hearing any of that nonsense, man. Right? No, we can't. We can't. Oh, right. that. Uh, but no, we could talk. There'll be roster construction. I'm more concerned about me because I'm in fifty something leagues as it is. I'm scared that I'll be in a hundred leagues by this time next year. If there's actually no <laughs> like I'm going to need right. MFL to just like block me and be like, no, not add anymore. <laughs> We're cutting you, you off. To, you need to be able to set a cap like for yourself. Like, all right, MFL, if I sign up for more than 25 leagues, just shut it down. Like I can't click, you know, nobody can invite me yeah. after so many leagues. Can I? You think it's like on I, your um, iPhone, how it says like you can do certain limitations on apps. Yeah. You're not on them too much. You need that's that. That's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna tweet at MFL and see if they'll they'll go ahead and um, acquiesce and do that just for me. They'll acquiesce to your request, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they follow me, and uh, not a never mind, never mind. I feel like they would do that for you. I mean, just to save you from yourself. From yourself, like someone, yeah. someone really should. But yeah, yeah. all right. But then 20, you, 21 you just go to you, you could just go to like a different platform and then just pick it up from there. Well, that's I mean, the problem. So I'm also in another. So I say fifty something leagues. It might be more than that because that's that's MFL. So then there's yeah, the sleeper leagues. MFL page. But I'm like Sam. Like we're sleeper, even though they're real. They kind of don't feel real to me for yeah. some reason. Um, two, three, the notifications are weirder sounds, and so I'm like, "What the hell is that sound happening on my phone?" And it's just like a weird robot sound. What's that? Yeah, is that on? Very big into the robots. Very big into the robots. Is that I will sleeper? say sleeper. 
Yeah. Sleep yeah. Right yeah. Mm-hmm. It bugs me. I they're thought I would trained. love it, but I hate it. Dude, they've really, I'll tell you what, they've, they, they're, the, the app, because that's the way to do it. Mobile is trash. Or, um, Although, yeah. Yeah, but so anyway, the app is great. The the trading is actually a lot better now. Is it? Like, I can go to players on your team and, like, like them. It's like a dating app now. I can literally be like, hey. Oh, I'm into, yeah. for, for exactly. Players. Like, oh, I can like you cool. more off of your roster. And then yeah. you can be like, oh, well, guess what? I kind of like your Miles Sanders. Next thing you know, we're talking, and you're not getting Miles Sanders from me, but you might get something. Might get something. <laughs> oh man! Dynasty what? dating app. That was the one thing that was missing for these apps. So perfect. Yeah. If I can swipe right on Christian McCaffrey, I will do that across all the boards. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to get the result that I'm hoping for, but you know. I mean, you I, might lose out on a few firsts like here and there, but you will wind up with Christian McCaffrey. Oh, also watch out for Danny Amendola because I think him and Christian McCaffrey are still fighting over their girlfriend there. So. I'm oh yeah. Wait. What is this? I love tea. Spill fighting it. over their, their what girlfriend. What is this? Well, I forget who it was, but it was an Instagram model, and it, it got heated. Danny Amendola dating and, Christian McCaffrey's ex girlfriend, right? Yeah, Is something that like that. Work? Oh, it's 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 heated. I don't want to get into the details, but I've been following it, and I have it. I have it in a spreadsheet. I'm gonna look every, that. You have it in a spreadsheet. I no, I, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I want to read all about that. So I'd heard about it, but I don't know enough to. Yeah, yeah, I would have messed with Christian McCaffrey. Saying. How do you hurt him? He's just like a. All muscle. What do you do to that guy? Danny Amendola's well, so not going to kick his ass. Did you ever see um, Troy, the movie Troy? Yes. Yeah. Achilles? Uh-huh. Yeah. You shoot him right in his heel. That's all you got to do right to Christian Achilles, huh? Well, but don't don't do don't use an arrow on the field. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. But uh, just yeah, take out his little ankles. Yeah, yeah it's all figured that. out. Okay. Chris, like Chris, so man. in in the yeah. comments, Justin says Damian Andola, Dola's ex went to CMC because he's better. Hashtag better. Oh, is that what happened? Well, that's true. Wrong. That makes no. more sense to me. That would yeah. make more sense. Justin, yeah. Justin is, is also telling me that she is hot, which, well, okay. I mean, hey, I'm a happily married man. I will not make any comments. I can neither confirm nor deny. I, the uh, only thing I'll say is I hope so. I hope yep. I hope she is. That's it. I, I mean, hope look, beauty, there's, there's so many different levels to beauty, though. So, right, right. I mean, so many different versions of beauty. I mean, there's so many there's so many filters that make people pretty these days, isn't there? Filters, <laughs> Botox. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's so, got a good point. I mean, she could be all sorts of doctored, like what, what we're seeing on Twitter. And like, yeah. She could be totally fake. We don't even know what she looks like. Shop to all hell. Like, we don't even know what she 100%. looks like. 100%. Like, no yeah. one knows what she looks so like. So why do they let you use filters on dating apps? Now, look, I don't mind. I'm not judging anyone, but like, you, if you look like one person in one picture i scroll to the next picture you look like a completely different person how do i even know which one i like or dislike That's shane just- don't worry my stream is unfiltered so what you're getting is everything i'm not photogenic so like i'm always going to misrepresent myself i don't care about your personality or anything else it's just your picture. No, no. I just want to make sure. Look, here's my thing. Like I said, everybody can be beautiful to anyone else. There's different versions of beauty. People people might find other people beautiful that I don't and vice versa. I love reading the stories, though. The stories are my favorite part. I'm not even going to lie because I'm like, oh, what? He said it. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. But um, Every show. I just don't like when you can't tell, like, wait, so do you? are you a blonde? Because in this picture, you're blonde. This picture, you have red hair. And this picture, you're a midget. Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's that drastic of a change, yeah. 
Shane, yeah, exactly. get the hair that, That's my only thing. Shane's complaining it's all about here. camera angle. If the phone is up really high, you're gonna look really short. If it's really low, you're gonna look really tall. Yep. Oh, Shane's can wear heels or something like that, dude. You never know. Shane's complaining here, but he likes the mystery. He likes to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, you know it's he like does. A rookie. It's I like think a he likes the dating jacket. apps. That's why we started one forum, johnsonly.com, for the people around <laughs> the Philly area. Johnsonly.com. If you have to be horny, johnsonly.com. If you have to be horny, Oh, my God. Dude, let's, you got let's get do. back to football. Let's get back to football. Oh, Sam, oh. what do you want to talk about? One, one thing before we get wrapped up here, we'll let everybody go. What do you want to say that's back to football? Please, get us back. Back to football, sure. Okay, so, I mean, I, luckily we got to see a lot of different people's rosters and everyone's at different spots. But for me, what's a guy that's, like, in the back half that you're targeting that obviously these are all flyer players. You're not going to immediately start them. But who's a player at the top of your list that you're flagging? And this is as someone asking for a friend, <laughs> me, asking to kind of figure out who I want to target in these later rounds. Uh, someone else go first because I tried Chris. this the other night off the cuff and it went bad. I want to hear from Chris uh, on this. Back half, I'm like I'm scrolling through some of the players that have gone through in my leagues. Um, is this for like redraft or are you talking like? No, Scott, I'm talking Scott Fishbowl. Fish no, yeah, Fishbowl. Let's, let's yeah. keep it on Scott uh, of my of, of my draft. Um, I got Emmanuel Sanders in the 14th round. I love that. That's awesome. Um, I, I'm not a huge proponent of the Saints like wide receiver two. I think we've been chasing the Saints wide receiver two since like the yeah. first Bush administration. Yeah, but, sure. I mean, uh, but like he could have been like. Yeah, because, I mean, it's Alvin Kamara, it's Michael Thomas, uh, it's possibly Jared Cook, and then it might be Emmanuel Sanders. So he could be the third or fourth option already on the team. Sure. Yeah. So, But still, I mean, I think that's good value on a team that you know is going to pass a lot connected to, I think, one of the better quarterbacks like in the Scott Fishbowl format. So Manny Sanders, that late, I, I don't I don't mind it like at, at all. I think that would be a good target like later on. What about at running back? Uh, the one thing I, I – I mean, it's not too late, but I, I would look at Duke Johnson because David Johnson is just, you know, mm-hmm. Duke All is already Johnson a good enough running back. back to start anyway. So I think he's someone you can look at. Um, yes, Spaceman, pun intended. Give me all the Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Anybody else? I don't get it. Can you can you send me a diagram of what you're discussing? We'll I'll, send you a a, a, I'll send you a, a picture with a DM in it. Okay, yeah, slide it. Yeah, send me that DM. I, I'm very excited to see that. Katie, yes. what about you, um, later picks? And I know you're probably not there in your draft, but, um, you know. No, but the draft is 22 rounds long, and I'm thinking that somebody that would be a steal in the 22nd round. Right. Matt Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's much better than the first round. <laughs> Bravo. But, Good one. Thank you. Um, No, I think that uh, in the late rounds, I think Devin Funches could be a potential steal. I I, I think that he's a forgotten man, but he's in Green Bay now. And who do they have behind Devontae Adams? Uh He's got more experience. So we'll see. I mean, he's going to be cheap. Cheap is good. Exactly. I like Randall Cobley. That was a good call because he was like in my. Secondary. Yep. One of Houston's yep, uh, average wide receivers to fill in for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm kidding. What were you going to say, Sam? <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to say someone that I've got as a target, and because I, I don't know where he's going to fall just based on the different hype surrounding Joe Burrow. But I like Auden Tate because I like the couple plays that I saw from him last oh, year. And I feel I like I just don't, we don't, 
we don't know uh, what's going to happen really with the Bengals or if we do get a season. I think you have a really high floor possibly for all of their receivers, and you oh, don't yeah, know who's going to be the big guy in that offense. And he's a really tall, big guy, so I just mm-hmm. love the idea of him being Burrow's, you know, red zone red threat. Red zone threat, yeah. Um, so I'm, I've got him as a, a flyer for me yeah, that's later. That's a good Get definitely get him. Uh, Auden Tate, uh, it was either 39 or 40 percent got contested catch rate last season. I think yeah. that was fifth or sixth in the league. Um, on top of that, he had like a 40 41 percent slot rate, so he could play uh, very similar to how AJ Green plays. So if he's hurt, AJ Green gets hurt or he starts to decline. Auden Tate, like, while again, we didn't think much of him after he got drafted, uh, he could kind of slide into that role. I mean, he played a good facsimile of AJG last season, so I, I don't mind it. Chris making it rain with the stats. Good for yeah. you, buddy. No, that's yeah, good info. And, and, I, and I, I love the word facsimile. Yeah. 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 I, I, I want to use that in a sentence. I, I've, been, I've been drinking tonight. That's about as I good always as say approximation. Facsimile yeah. even sounds better. Well, who else? What else? Are there a couple other players we can throw out there and then we'll move on? I got yeah. I got players. Shane's got players. Let's hear one. Right here in Kansas City. So, real quick, though, I wanted to. Um, right, right. Yeah. That's where we're Since going. Since you brought up. Matt Barkley, I just wanted to note, shout out to Keaton Den Keaton Denlay at Keaton Denlay. Um, his charities the Butt Human Society. Um, or the I think you corrected me the other night. Someone Butte. did. Butte. Butte. Stop saying it. Hey. Yeah, Butte. Beauty. I don't know, man. Beauty. I don't I don't even know what he's what the society is, but it's definitely not butt society. Okay, and then a shout out to Nick, and I won't give his last name because I don't know if he wants it out there. And then Mike Olivia Olivia. At Mike Olivia, I, I can't spell. I'm Mike sorry. Mike Olivia. Oh, yeah, him. Olivia. Yes, thank you. Him. Um, yeah. Yeah, both those guys are matching uh, my hundred dollar pledge to um, any well to Keaton's. Um, those are ballers. What do you call it? What you call it? Uh, if he makes the playoffs. Yeah. So did you did you say oh, that for everybody the details of why you chose Mark Mark Matt Barkley in the first round with your first pick, and it's because if you make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it's charity. Charity. Everybody got that. Charity. All right, good. Yeah. So the players I'm looking at right now, because I'm looking at who's available on the board in the, I'm in the 15th round. Um, Scroll down. Anthony McFarland, who I'm abs- absolutely in love with um, from Dynasty perspective, but the reason we like him so much in Dynasty is we think he might actually get a shot this year when James Conner um, goes through his annual in-season vacation. Um, <laughs> Also, Greg Olson. I mean, I know Greg Olson's very old and he hasn't been healthy in like three years now. But if he can just stay healthy, Russell Wilson loves tight ends. And Greg Olson is still like, only 30. He's still a tight end, yes. He still plays. He's still a tight end. He's still a body. I mean, yeah. you don't yeah. need him at the beginning of the season. If we do get a season, I mean, you could see him in the rotation towards the back half. And if you've got him stashed, then he's someone you could easily play in a couple weeks. Yes. Yeah. And Jason Sternberger is still sitting out there in my league. I don't know about other Sternberger. leagues. Sternberger. Greg Will or Greg Olson has one of the sexiest uh, headshots on playerprofiler.com. So just you know our buddy uh, DFF underscore walk Matt Walker is the spitting image of Greg Olson. Looks just like him. Really? That's why. Yeah, when we do the Author Rails podcast, that's why when I introduce him, I'm like, hey, it's uh, Greg Olson. Oh. As I slide into his DMs as we speak. He's not an ugly guy, let's just say that. All right, so we got some players in the later rounds. Go ahead, Chris. I, I have a winner. Oh, sorry. I, I just want to, like, a quick ask, because I never got to see it, but is 
Olsen good in the booth? I've heard rave reviews of him. Is he going to be good once he retires? He's a good, he good? he's a well-spoken guy. Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can understand him. He's, he's kind of down to earth. He doesn't talk like, you know, yeah, I think he'll be good in the booth. Better better than Witten, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you guys actually listen to like the, listen to the games? Because I just watched them and then like listen to podcasts heard him talk and like hear and then like uh, write. I'm, I'm normally writing like while yeah. during the Sunday night game. I'm definitely writing during the Sunday. I night can't game. listen to the commentators during the games. No, I, well, that's I, what I'm saying, I'd rather like. listen to the radio play and then, you know, watch the game. Yeah. I, I'm with you. But I've heard most of those guys in the booth before, which is why I don't listen. Generally, I can't. A name, a name that has not been mentioned, I think, is a potential winner for Scott Fishbowl uh-huh. is uh, Ido Smith. I believe Todd Gurley's an arthritic knees. I, I, he's not a popular name as far as handcuffs are concerned. He was He's a dynamic receiving back, and he also handled the load in college at, in college at a small school. So I think Ido Smith is a great last two picks in your Scott Fishbowl draft. I, and I, I hate to say this because I haven't, haven't picked him yet, but Scott uh, Ido Smith is... He's being overlooked, in my opinion, because he was on he was on the up and up. He was a roller coaster ride until he had that concussion last year. I kind of see Brian Hill as the as the handcuff there, but yeah. I, mean, I, I will never again. Smith. I, I will never again get that Brian Hill pick. No, <laughs> yeah, they could have had all those running backs that season that came out. Everybody drafted a you know a decent one, and then Atlanta's like, hey, let's I'm, go for Brian Hill. Uh, Brian Hill did not receive a touch. Brian Hill did not receive a touch until he was injured. So I'm telling you, (laughs) Edo Smith, people are forgetting how dynamic and how good he is. I hope Gurley doesn't get hurt. Mr. Spaceman Dave, can I tell you why people are forgetting how dynamic and all this he was? Because they saw him play and he did not look dynamic. And he's not dynamic, right? All right. Oh, and then when he tried to do that pass block and saw the white light, like when the defender ran at him, it was, uh, <laughs> not I think you're going to get confused with him with it and Devonta Freeman in the Super Bowl. I think you're getting that confused because uh, that's just what Atlanta does as far as pass blocking. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I, I think we came up with some good picks for later. Quadre Olison. Quadre Larry Monkey is shout, shouting out Quadre Olison. Definitely Quadre, do yeah. not. Definitely got some do goal not some I mean, if, if you're going to get a guy that's getting some money touches, why not? Yeah. Look, you're grifting in the 22nd round. I think it's Todd Gurley. You're not going to know what's going to happen. It's going to be a bunch of guys, a bunch of – they're going to break it up into a a committee backfield. I I really wouldn't seek out any of those guys because you're going to be wrong when you draft the guy. You're you're, you're definitely going to make the wrong pick. You have to draft someone. I don't think you could pass. I mean, I I don't know. I've never tried that. I could DM Scott and be like, (laughs) can I just pass on this? You're kicking me out. Like, I know I'm never getting invited back anyway at this point, so just skip my pick here. What about you, Katie? What what do you have for the for the good of the group, for the good of the team? What do you want to talk about? Oh, I am very excited that Pat Mahomes got paid and that he's like they put a ring on it. Uh, I've been yeah. saying sure that did. he's a very special quarterback. Like, there's a big a lot of people chase rookie quarterbacks. Like, they're going to be top five. You really want in in dynasty even in Superflex, some of the older veteran, they're the best values. The rookies, like, I think that Joe Burrow, I've mentioned this before on this podcast, I think Joe Burrow is going to end up like Jared Goff, just an average guy that's good for his football team in the NFL, but fantasy-wise, he's just another average Joe. Like, so, so, uh, you know, when it it comes to uh, rookie quarterbacks, 
it's really not worth chasing. There's so much value in that 28 to 36 year old range. Yeah, okay. that's like I think that's the slide I have on my Bumble. Yeah, really? I think 28 to 36 is where I keep it there. Oh, yeah, you, you, closer to 30, I hope. What is what is Bumble? I thought you were it's on like the, the fantasy. I, you know, I, I know what Bumble app. is. I know what Bumble is. You should be on the fantasy dating app. You should be on the fantasy dating app. We have not started app. that there yet. There isn't a fantasy dating app. It would be seven the women. HQ is starting that for Shane. There would be right? seven women and 498 men. Because right. we show out in number one. That's true. Yeah, for It'd sure. 498 men and the counselor. You have more odds on more odds on hanging on a date than hundred free agents, so I, I think it's, yeah. it's okay. So. Like every single yeah. female analyst on there would just toss her phone into the river immediately. Like, oh, okay, it's thirty-eight messages from this guy again. Right, yeah. Austin Eckler's not that good. Like, All right, I'm down. I know they wouldn't even actually want to date you. They just want to get mad at you for your fantasy takes. How <laughs> 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 dare you have an opinion? I'm sorry. You're not allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> league five years straight so how about we go on a date what's going on <laughs> hold on let me update my and then that's the guy that gets mad because she beats him in uh yeah. the league because and he can't handle it because you know yep. so kyle kyle and chad i'm sorry if i upset you my man i you know i'm dissing on your boy that is your starting quarterback if he's your start, starting quarterback in sfb Come oh. back next year, son. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. I mean, I think that, I mean, obviously Joe Burrow had an insane season last year, but you have far too many factors to, like, take into account to even allow him into the top ten to me in going into Dynasty this year. I mean, yes, am I going to take a flyer on him if I can in a league? I will, but as a number one, no thank you. I hear what you're saying. Um, he's going to a great situation in that offense, and, yeah. yeah, as a rookie. But you know, we're not going to talk about him as a top ten quarterback among all the NFL quarterbacks yet. Maybe yes. the best rookie quarterback. I certainly think that's within sure. the realm of possibilities. Absolutely, I'm not going to write him off. Yeah. But uh, drafting him like he's a top ten guy already is a little bit. Um, we're getting to get a bit responsible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, keep drafting Aaron Rodgers like he's a top ten quarterback. No, don't do that either. Yeah, no, and I don't want to seem biased because I do have a giant Steelers, you know, blanket. Yeah, that's really the only me. thing I don't like about you. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't gonna hate As you. As a Browns fan, that. I can't like that banner. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I understand. I live <laughs> in Cincinnati, so like I, I wasn't gonna hold you to it. So I mean, but you know, just take the. T- could you take it down? <laughs> I know, Rick. Right? Just just Sam, during no, the show, pull that down. Don't run. Could you, could you take it down? <laughs> no, Sam. It's a great superflex value. Honestly, superflex value in dynasty leagues. I'll take. Ben Osberger any day. I think you could get him for a late second, early for or early third. Who for a trade? Yeah, Ben Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. I oh, traded. Yeah. So after after the draft, I believe I, I could be wrong because I don't remember dates that well. But I traded in um, history in class, the top yeah. fish pigs pigs leagues. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. pigs leagues, right? I yeah. mean pigs one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I traded Devin Singletary straight up for Ben Roethlisberger, and I was happy as a clam. To be honest, yeah, I don't yeah. see anything wrong with it. No, I'd probably do that, to be quite honest. Yeah. Chris, in your vast, deep math matical mind, what do you want to Uh-oh. what do you want to bring up? What do you want to say? I want you to bring something to the table. I know you've got something uh, just under the surface that you want to say, so let's let's do it. Uh, well, I guess just for on the on the Joe Burrow front, 
I will say that there there should be at least some level of optimism regarding him because I, I get it. The fact that, I mean, Cincinnati has one of like the worst offensive line, if not the worst offensive line in the league. There's some level of optimism for, for them there. I mean, they're getting Jonah Williams back, who was their mm-hmm. first first round pick last season. Okay. Uh, they, they also spent at offensive line like uh, during this draft. So I'm hoping that that line comes together. Uh, but on top of that, just looking at Joe Burrow as a talent, uh, if you look at over the past like few seasons, like the rookies that have come out, so like Baker Mayfield, like Kyler Murray, uh, so some of those like top rookie quarterbacks that have come out in the past couple uh, years, Bur- yeah, in the past like few years, like Joe Burrow in terms of creating under pressure, mm-hmm. creating out of structure, uh, deep ball passing while under pressure, like Joe Burrow has been one of like the top rated quarterbacks like out of the out of that set of quarterbacks. Fair. So for the situation he's coming into. The weapons that he has or should have like with them this upcoming season, I think there's some level of optimism, especially with the way that Zach Taylor wants to run that offense. I mean, they came out like week one, they came out throwing 78.5% of the time in neutral passing strips against Seattle in Seattle. Okay. And they were, I think they lost what, 22 to 20 in Seattle. So like if they had won that game, which I, I know they didn't, which sucked because Andy Dalton. But they could have, they could have, yeah. Right. They, they could have. They like, that would have changed the narrative like for that whole season. But still, I think the, the way that they want to be more of a pass-heavy offense yeah. than what they were traditionally doing under Marvin Lewis, I think that there's some optimism regarding that surrounding that whole team. Not just Burrow, but the way they want to run the whole offense. Yeah, I agree. And the defense still sucks. So they're going to be in negative game scripts. And they're playing against Lamar Jackson and Ben Roethlisberger twice a season. And a revamped, or we're thinking that the Browns are going to be better this season. Amen, now brother. Yeah, don't forget about my Browns. <laughs> so always rebuilding. Oh, yeah. Maybe this yeah. is the right there time. There should be plenty, plenty of like plenty of attempts for Burrow to yeah, at least show us what he's got. So people, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm people hopeful. forget that. Uh, just a little. People have been hating on Odell Beckham Jr. He was top three, I believe, at least top five in air yards. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to go. Oh, people, and he had the injury. I think people are sleeping on uh, on Odell Beckham, and I and I understand why they are because because there's there the returns have not been great, and, and they had Freddie Kitchens as their offensive coordinator slash head coach. So yeah, I mean he's right, a great value really to be had right now. Great value to be had right now, in my opinion, in dynasty leagues, and even at Scott Fishbowl, he's a great target. Cool. All right, all right, we gotta wrap it up because <laughs> I need a cigarette. Um, so yeah, we'll just call it it is. yeah, we'll wrap up the main show here. We we do um, an episode for the patrons after this, so anybody who wants to stick around has the time to stick around. Can it's a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely off the rails, and we um, we'll talk about some trades. Anybody that has to jump off or whatever, totally understand. Um, so, I gotta my drink. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, everybody, just uh, let's let's go around and, and give a quick uh, goodbye. Uh, we'll start with uh, Katie, and we'll go. Yeah, Katie and then Chris and then Sam and then Spaceman. Thanks for having me on tonight. Uh, you can catch me on UTHDynasty.com under the helmet podcast uh, comes out on Wednesdays usually. And uh, Jeremy and I and others have some things that are in the future coming with some uh, cold drinks and some hot takes and just uh, have a wonderful weekend, and let's hope this season goes. I, I'm not that optimistic lately. All right, Chris. I'm with Katie, unfortunately. I mean, with the way that it's already looking like, I, I feel like 
the way that the NFL is handling this whole pandemic situation is going to be the very same result as the MLB. I mean, the MLB situation, I feel it's going to play out the exact same way and we're going to wind up without a season. I'm hopeful, but it's just the way that we've seen the last like couple of weeks play out. It's not, it's not looking all that great, but otherwise, I mean, I'm happy to hang out with y'all for an hour and a half for a couple hours and talk fantasy football because that's what we do. I mean, we have, Hey, we got nothing else going on, so I'm, I'm more than happy to hop on, have a drink, and talk with y'all anytime. So I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Sam, anytime. the newcomer, how are you? Say, say a little something to the listeners. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun. I mean, again, first time in the Scott Fishbowl, and it's been super fun. So getting to hear and see all of your takes and why you guys took people where was super eye-opening for me. So I appreciate that. And I did jot down some notes, although I didn't write down the Matt Barkley one. Sorry, that's not my place. (laughs) You're smart. I'm just not going to go there. Um, but if you guys want to check me out, you can follow me at Samantha R. Holt on Twitter. Um, I am a part of the Fantasy Focus squad, and we have a new episode of the Fantasy Debate this Saturday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the potathon that um, Michael Hoff has going on at the FF Faceoff. It's a big mental health potathon for that uh, charity. So I'm going to be on that at 3 o'clock, I think, on Pacific. <laughs> Busy. So. Yeah, I've got a bunch of podcasting to do on uh, on Saturday, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, give me a follow and give us a listen and subscribe. We always appreciate it. So thanks, guys, for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Spaceman, what do you have to say? What I have to say is I just have to say about it's been an honor to be on with the Diva of Devi with Chris Allen and Sam Holt. Sam, what you're doing with the Mental Health Podathon is amazing. Chris, I think your your intuition and what you bring to the fantasy community is amazing. And Kate, And Katie... As a diva, Debbie, I think you you bring a lot to the community, and I I have a lot of respect for you. So, just to get over, just to say that is a hats off to everybody who, I hats off to all you guys, and then I just have to, I'll just I, I have to stump for the SFB Parathon again one more time. Is the the link for donations is still open? It's been an amazing experience, and give what you can, and or at least you know retweet or whatever you can interact with this SFB Podathon because it's been an amazing experience for me personally. And to see what the community, the fantasy community can do is simply amazing. And it's been, it's been a pleasure to be on with all you guys because uh, what the Dynasty H- HQ trades represents as a, you know, as a podcast that I personally, it's one of the first that I've listened to. It's been an honor to be on. So thank hey, you guys. Thanks. You know what? Finer words have never been spoken. Well, at least in a, Michael Sipes' absence. Um, he filled in nicely uh, for him. Uh, he's always got kind words to say about everyone. So thanks for joining us, Spaceman. Appreciate having you. Shane, I think we're out on the main show. Say something. Say goodbye to everybody. Um, oh, don't forget to follow Michael Sipes. Michael FF Sipes no, on Twitter. It's at FF Blitz. It's only been it's only been like three four years at FF Blitz. Okay. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, also, just. Real quick, so the, the the charity du jour this week for me, um, go give some money to the Anti-Defamation League. Um, shout out to uh, my dude, Joe. Um, donated $104 to the Anti-Defamation League, and he's going to get the Reggie White jersey from me. Um, oh, throwback cool. I forgot John. about that. Yeah, because you're giving yes, jerseys away as a non-Philadelphia Eagles fan now. Yes, so I have a uh, throwback Mitchell Ness Jaws jersey. Um, I make want a the Foles jersey. jersey, the Super Bowl winning. It's not a Foles man; it's a throwback Eagles oh. jacket. Oh, I'm I sorry. will say this though: don't come bidding on that if you're not thin, 
because it's it's kind of tight. tight. I'm just it's a little tight. It's like the ex might not have bought that for me. That might have been for some other dude, and she accidentally sent it to me. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, just go donate money to the Anti Defamation League um, to help you know fight against anti Semitism uh, that people like Deshaun Jackson like to spew out like it's okay. Well, quickly, let's spin it positive because we're going to do the patron show. Why don't you tell everybody just a few seconds here about our Patreon account? You like oh, to go people. join our patron. It's lit. It's it's the kids it's love it. Yeah, it's we lit. got a dating app. The kids app. say that. The lit. kids say it's lit. It's so lit. we have we've we've got the dating app coming out on it. I'm very excited. You know, the ratio I think is 87 men to four women, so it's definitely gonna go well. Um, it does. I don't know. It does become do. a patron. Don't become a patron. Yeah, life will go on. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> become a patron we have a lot of fun the group me chat is lit like you said we're always doing something it's, Thanks it's, for- it's, it's on flack are we still saying that or no i don't no. even know what that is Chris, thanks for correcting him oh my god on that note we'll see everybody next week on fleck or maybe fleek we'll see fleek yeah it's a fleck oh my god that was so good